0: Good morning. Welcome back to T.D. Cowan's Street Cred. We are resurrecting this podcast from October of 2020 with the goal to give you a very brief snapshot almost every Monday of what to expect in Washington in the week ahead. I am Chris Kruger with T.D. Cowan's Washington Research Group and will attempt to translate K Street to Wall Street faster than a speeding Acela and even faster if you choose up the playback Fair warning, we recorded this on Friday, so the schedule may have been altered a bit by weekend events. This has two main segments, the week ahead and then the main event of the week. The week ahead is chock full and likely dominated by two big events, Fed Chair uh, Jay Powell's two days of testimony to the Senate and House, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the FY24 budget from the White House on Thursday. A couple other events to flag before we get into the schedule. Uh, There could be a pretty high-profile CBO briefing sometime this week to the House on both the debt and the deficit. Also, House Democrats will get their 213th member this week once Congresswoman-elect Jennifer McClellan from Virginia is sworn in. That's leaving House Democrats just five seats away from the majority of 218. McClellan fills the seat of the late Donald Uh, McEachin, also of Virginia, who passed away in November. We would note that there are 18 House Republicans in districts Biden won in 2020, with nearly half of those in California and New York. Mercifully, there are 610 short days away until the 2024 general election. On the calendar itself, so today, Monday, March 6th, this is the deadline for Treasury to give House Financial Services a briefing on both the X date and the debt limit contingency planning. Tomorrow, Tuesday, March 7th, is the kickoff for Fed Chair Powell's testimony before the Senate Banking Committee. That'll start at 10 a.m. This is his semi-annual testimony before the uh, Senate and the House. Uh, As uh, per the the Humphrey-Hawkins legislation, it's supposed to be just sort of a level set on the economy, but members of both the House and the Senate typically ask all kinds of questions. Wednesday, March 8th, Powell has day two before the House Financial Services Committee beginning at 10 a.m. And then Thursday, March 9th, the new phone books are here. Biden's uh, FY24 budget will be released. Timing is still a little unclear. Last year's budget was released around 11 a.m. Typically, Biden has press availability shortly thereafter. Uh, And then Friday, usually the the full cabinet uh, is sent out on sort of a roadshow to basically sell the budget in terms of the bigger picture wanted to level set where we are or or not with the ongoing fiscal and budget battles Uh, in terms of the budget no surprise uh, that this is budget week. There are generally one or two policy surprises in any presidential budget, though Biden's FY24 budget has been pretty well telegraphed between last month's State of the Union, as well as the framing of the upcoming debt ceiling showdown. In terms of the budget, we are expecting approximately $2 trillion in deficit reduction, albeit entirely on the revenue side whereas House Republicans almost exclusively on the spending side. Uh, The big three we expect, number one, uh, some type of minimum tax targeted at billionaires. Number two, a 400% hike on the stock buyback tax. This was a a, a big component of Biden's uh, State of the Union. And then number three, uh, closing unspecified loopholes and quote unquote, cracking down on wealthy tax cheats. Pretty much all of these are retooled items that were left on the the, the build back bed or cutting room floor. Uh, Biden has referred to these as the, quote unquote, finish the job policies. Outside of these policies that we would note failed to pass in a unified democratic government last year, Biden has discussed other legislative priorities that are really far more aspirational than realistic during last month's State of the Union, which we would expect to see fleshed out. Within the the budget this Thursday, things like the Medicaid expansion, uh, the permanent uh, ACA subsidy extension, renewing that expanded child tax credit, universal pre-K, sort of you know items like that that candidly couldn't pass in a in a full Democratic government. Uh, last year, so there's almost no chance any of these would would really see the light of day within a, a Republican-led House. In terms of the other big issue pending, the debt ceiling, uh, this is likely to see some headlines given the two potential briefings from both the Congressional Budget Office as well as Treasury. Uh, to the Congress this week. Uh, The other one to watch will be Chairman Powell's testimony. We would expect members to have a a handful of questions uh, to Powell regarding the X date and the potential for the Fed uh, to step in either on X date plus one and or unilateral options available to both Biden and the Fed to get around the debt ceiling, whether that's the platinum coin prioritization or, you know, the constitutional amendment. There are two other ones that Powell might get questions on this idea of of perpetual bonds and then the idea of of premium bonds. Uh, we see almost no potential that any of those unilateral options will be invoked on the debt ceiling, but that doesn't mean that Powell won't field a lot of questions on them uh, sometime either uh, Tuesday or Wednesday before the Senate and the House. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next week. This has been Chris Kruger with T.D. Cowan's Washington Research Group.